right, Jared. Don't forget to bang suggest as we go. We need your title suggestions. Bang suggest. We'll vote on them at the end for Unfilter episode 93. show that's not quite unfilter but it's an awful lot like unfilter my name is chris and, and I'm, oh go ahead sorry that's good that's uh, my bad no it's i fine. screwed that up no we should start over go ahead all right let's do it let's start over everybody. no it's fine <laughs> uh, my name is chase Welcome hey chase to, hey does that mean i get back are, to, are you here did i get back to the even numbers because you started the show this oh, week well that's what i was thinking i was you're we've been trying to figure out how to get it back to the original rhythm, you, you and der- I think we just solved it. You just derailed it. We've gotten back to the rhythm. Right. All right. Very cool. Hi. So uh, this isn't this isn't a uh, full show. We're not doing a regular show this week. Basically, we're in between studios. In fact, we're even in studio. We're in the JVHQ studio right now, yes, the old are. studio. Yeah, we are here. Last episode in the studio. If all goes as planned. Yep. That means it's not a full setup this week. We don't That's have right. the ultimate, like, unfiltered setup where I could get all of the clips and do all of the T- things. Today is a transitional day. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where we're 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 happy to be doing a show here. It's very li- a little bit bittersweet because, you know, I've I've come into this place many times to do shows with Angela and you. and Wow, Angela comes first to mind, though. Not me, huh? Well, I mean, because you've the technically first time, done more shows with me. Yeah, so but you the would, first time I was on the air in a physical sense... I, was a faux show. No, yeah, good cover. Yeah, good, Chase. Good. It, no, good. it's it's uh-huh. true. Uh huh. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> you know it's true. So what was your point? My point is it's bittersweet because <laughs> this is it. Well, I mean, not for me. I still have TechSnap tomorrow. And, well, and you live here. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> so you're. Well, what I mean yeah. is like this is not my last show here, but it is. The, it's actually the first unfilter we've ever done out here, and so yeah, it's this is going to be an unfilter regular show and a supporter show combined into just one sort of mess. Yeah. as we sort of make this transition, so this will be a little bit longer than normal. See, I'm wearing a hat. Uh, oh yeah, I'm wearing uh, these big dorky headphones. Yeah, we're we're, we're not. Uh, we weren't really prepared for video today. By the way, uh, Chase, we're going to do video today. <laughs> I would have shaved. FYI, uh, we even have a drone cam. <laughs> I don't know why. I know, I'm, I'm bringing a lot on y'all at once here. That's really focused <laughs> in very well. That's really bright, though. It's yeah, really bright. yeah. Well, see, the machine crashed, so webcam settings. Oh, that's right, webcam settings. Yeah. I lost webcam settings. You know, I'm going to go launch it. That you know, the, the, other, the other thing, too, by the way, is sometimes you have to go back into Wirecast to make sure the camera is uh, doing 720p or 1080p. I don't oh, know don't, if you do don't that. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I'll yeah. get that. But you know what? I, I think maybe while I'm doing that, yeah. we should probably start the show. All right, let's start we the show. We should start the show. So, uh, so, so if, there's this guy by the name of Jake Clapper. There's this guy by, Jake, <laughs> by uh, James Clapper, although he might maybe goes by Jake. I don't know. I, I mean, th- I'm not buds with him like Jim, you are. Jim Clapper. I call him Jim. No, uh, no, he James hates is, it when you call him Jim. He Remember? likes Jim. Remember we called him up, tried to get I him call, on the show? I call him Big Jim. Big Jim, yeah. Because <laughs> he's the big man on campus. So you remember that famous, famous quote where uh, James Clapper is answering questions for Ron Wyden, and Ron Wyden says, yeah. is the NSA monitoring the communications of the American people. I'm paraphrasing. That's not yeah. exactly what he says. And, of course, we all remember that, well, Clapper said they're not. No, However, they're, they're absolutely not. No, I mean, inadvertently, perhaps. Maybe. Not wittingly, he by says. By accident. Well, by accident. Good news, everybody, because this clip not only has that original clip, but it turns out that now Clapper, on behalf of the NSA, has admitted that, yes, we have been monitoring Americans' communications. <gasps> the feds have searched through Americans' emails and phone records without warrants. They've done it. <laughs> That's the word now, they all did of a sudden, it. from the <laughs> nation's top intelligence right? officer, James Clapper. Oh. 
We got this letter that he sent to Congress, right? And Director right. Clapper said federal law <laughs> allows the warrantless searches. He says the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court signed off on them as long as they're part of investigations of foreign terror suspects. And the judge says for that he ought to lose his job and go to prison. Fox News Senior Judicial Analyst Judge Andrew Napolitano was here. That seems a little harsh, Judge. Why is that on point? Well, because um, uh, Director Clapper, uh, testifying before the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, answered a question, does the NSA gather large amounts of information about Americans by saying no? That was a lie then. It's a lie now. Listen to the lie, as Judge puts it. Listen. Got to play this classic clip again. Yeah. Does the NSA collect any type of data at all on millions or hundreds of millions of Americans? No. No, sir. It does not. Not wittingly. Uh-oh. There are cases where they could in inadvertently perhaps Double uh, collect, but not, not wittingly. Now, why do you say he was lying there? Because the letter that he sent to Congress, to which you referred a few minutes ago, yep. which was dated March 28th and released yesterday, admitted that they roam through the content of phone calls and the content of emails and the content of text messages without a warrant in direct contradiction to what he said to that uh, Senate committee. That was Senator Wyden interrogating. Senator Wyden knew that the answer was a lie at the time he gave it because Senator Wyden had been briefed in secret and in private by Director Clapper and his staff. He gave Director Clapper an opportunity to change his testimony publicly in writing or under oath and the director declined to do so. Yesterday, when that letter was released, he actually sent the letter uh, last week, he either uh, directly or inadvertently acknowledged that that testimony that you just ran was a lie. For that, he should be prosecuted. The government prosecuted Roger Clemens for allegedly lying about the contents of his urine uh, before a House committee, and they're not going to prosecute this guy about uh, allegedly lying over the most massive government-orchestrated violation of the Fourth Amendment in the history of the United States. That's key. Yeah. What are we supposed to do about this? I mean, Senator, we have known for years now that they that they troll our emails, that they troll our phone calls. We've known for years because, I mean, I know some people have said that, but when Shep says it, it makes it sound like Fox, they've, like they've like known, Fox for years. known for Fo years. Fox like, we've has known, known for years. years. Yeah, like, like oh, they've known. Wait a minute. Wouldn't that have been breaking news? <laughs> like, if you've known for years? No, like, they don't want to scare their well, audience away, Chris. I don't know. Just, hey, uh, hey. Uh, by the way, uh, American citizens, the government has been spying on your email. Like, that seems like before even Edward Snowden, that would have become a thing, you know? But I, anyways, yeah. I, I just thought that was kind of funny. I, his point's taken, though, because we had had, you know, whistleblowers like Russell Tice and others who came out years before Snowden, but so on. They have apparently lied to us about it for years now. They've apparently lied under oath to us about it in front of the representatives whom, whom we have elected to... Now, they have been lying for years. I agree about that. Well, much longer than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a decade. Yeah. To take care of our rights for us, what are we supposed to do? Congressman Jim Sensenbrenner of Wisconsin, who claims to have been, because this was done in secret, the author Everything's of the, done in secret, <laughs> except my phone calls. The, the author of the Patriot Act. That, that is such a great line from Shep. Everything is done in secret except my phone calls. Um, you know, is he yeah. genuinely upset here, or is he just playing now to the audience? Ooh. It's tough to say, right? I mean, because that's a great line. That's like it, it, that sounds legitimately set up. That doesn't sound like something you you say unless you really feel it. Yeah, done in secret. yeah. The author. Everything's of the, done in secret, okay, except my phone calls. The, the phone author calls. of the Patriot Act <laughs> has said the Patriot Act was never intended to authorize this kind of warrantless spying. Congressman Sensenbrenner wrote to Attorney General Holder two months ago saying you ought to investigate this guy for perjury. Congressman Sensenbrenner wrote to Attorney General Holder yesterday after that letter came out saying he's now admitted to the perjury. Would you please investigate him? That's what you're supposed to do. Working for the government is not a defense to lying to Congress. And what's the response been? Are they going to investigate? They, uh, the Attorney General has not answered as far as I know. Which, I, I bet Roger Clemens wish he had, had as much. Yes. Because yes. Roger Clemens was, what did you say again? He was Roger, lying about the... Roger Clemens was tried twice for lying about the contents of his urine. He denied it. He was eventually acquitted. This guy has a... General Clapper, he's a retired general, the director of national intelligence, has apparently lied and admitted it over the massive spying, and he's not been charged with a crime. So something's wrong in the system. Under oath. 
I don't know if he was under oath, but Shep, the crime of lying under oath and not under oath when you're before Congress, the punishment is the same. Oh, and that punishment is, oath, if you're convicted of it? Five years per lie. Minimum? No, that's the, that's, that's the maximum. That's what you get. That's what you get. Five years per lie. He probably told two lies in his answer to uh, Senator Wyden. No, sir, and not wittingly. Of course it was wittingly. Of course it was intentionally. According to that letter yesterday, they intentionally went into this stuff knowing they didn't have warrants for it. And the man asking the question, our representative in Congress, knew that what he said at the time was a lie, is what you're saying. Yes, but he had taken an oath not to discuss it in public. Hadn't he? He complied with, with that oath. What should General Clapper had to have done? He should have said, Senator, I am not able to answer that question in a public arena for you. Instead, he told a lie. Thank you, Judge. You're welcome. That's what you were saying. So, he should have just said, I can't answer the question. I can't answer the question. Which we would have then gone wild with, and everybody would have said, Chris right. and Chase, you're a bunch of conspiracy nuts. But he should have said, I can't give you an answer Well, the, the reason why he didn't say it is because he felt he probably could get away with it. I know. Because he's, he's a general. And, he's got the history. And let's be honest. If you say no like that, it shuts a lot of people up. Yep. We're, know, we're not doing it. Move on. Yeah. Uh, now, I mean, here's the thing, though, Chris. You think he's going to be... You think he's going to be... No, no, he won't, because we get this impression all the time that there's a good old boys club happening over there in Washington, the other Washington, where, you know what, these these top people, you know, they're not going to be pulled down. Yeah. They're just not going to be. I mean, probably at worst, like he's going to retire for family reasons at some point. Right. But, you know, that doesn't negate the, the criminal activity. That doesn't negate the fact that he lied in Congress point blank and you know when judge says you know we contacted the attorney general's office and we're looking to uh see what they're going to do about it and they are not answering you know all they have to answer all they have to say is you know right now we are investigating but we can't comment on pending litigation or whatever you know you always hear that comment or uh yeah i mean why can't they talk about it anymore why why they seem too selectively yeah Uh, i don't know but then they go after. You know why they went after Roger Clemens? Because that was publicity. Uh, publicity, sorry. Uh, but it, it was one of those things where you know it, it sounded good. Yeah, we're going after those those evil Major League Baseball players that are doing drugs. You know, they're doing it for their constituents. They're doing it for their kids. And now it's one of their own. They don't want to charge one of their own. They right. don't want to go after one of their own. That's, That's what, what it, it is. Like. Yeah. Um, what exactly what it feels like. So I want to talk about Heartbleed here in a minute, but first, I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, you know how Angela Merkel was a little upset that she was getting snooped on. Yep. And Very uh, pissed off. Told, she actually, told she ended up canceling uh, like a state dinner with Obama over yep. it and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Turns out back in October, she asked for her NSA file and still nothing. And she's about to get, they have another, her and Barry have another appointment coming up. And people are starting to wonder if they're going to hand over the goods before their next meeting. Before her meeting with President Obama in three weeks' time, German Chancellor Angela Merkel wants a good hard look at her file compiled by the National Security Agency. It'll be Merkel's first visit to the country since documents leaked by NSA whistleblower Edward Snowden revealed the NSA had been spying on her. According to a report in the Guardian newspaper, the German Interior Ministry confirmed that an official request for Merkel's information had been submitted on October 24th last year. But so far, the U.S. has not supplied the required information. Shortly after finding out her phone calls had been monitored by the NSA, Merkel canceled a state visit with Obama. This current meeting is seen as an attempt to mend fences, but growing German frustration with U.S. and U.K. failure to hand over information on respective surveillance activities could stymie that process. Do you think this is a little bit of a faff? Well, the chat room doesn't seem to be buying it at all. The chat room is saying that Merkel was never upset. Right, that's what I mean. That's what I mean by a faff. What I, what I mean is... She's acting the part that she's upset when when we all know going well that they've already had conversations. Oh wait, I'm sorry. That sounds a little conspiracy. I'm sorry. I shouldn't go there. Uh, I I think it, I think it can be explained much more innocently than that. I think it's um, all these people in power have these big egos, yeah. and so if yeah. you spy on me, then I'm 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 offended by that, right? And so I bet initially because here's how it worked. Here's how it played out in the media. Merkel's super upset. Merkel yeah. calls Obama. Yeah. Oh, Merkel's not that upset. No big deal. Kumbaya. And I wonder, right. but that, and everybody kind of pulled back and it made it sound like Merkel wasn't that pissed off about it. 
But I, I would suspect that maybe she sort of dialed it down out of respect to her relationship with Obama to try to make it sound like she was with him. She was on his side. And so she kind of dialed down publicly her frustration. But then yet they did an official request. The, 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 well, her, anybody, her administration well, I did. thought anybody can request their, their, their file. Well, this isn't the same kind of like, you don't, this isn't like writing the FBI and saying, hand me your, you know, can you give me your file? This right. is like. Asking for a report from the intelligence agency. About yourself. Yeah. And, you know, that's a pretty big deal. And, yeah. and the fact that she did it back in October. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's interesting, especially since they have a dinner coming up. Oh, gonna, does does Michelle know about that? <laughs> uh, all right. So I, one thing I wanted, I want to talk about a story with you this, uh, oh, not, hi. See, now doesn't that look a lot better? Hey, yeah, well, yeah. that's much better. Yeah. Yeah. A drone cam. Um, so... You've heard about Heartbleed, right? Heart, Heartbleed. This is that new medication uh, that is used uh, when you have that upset heart, heartburn kind of thing, right? Right, right. Uh, and it's also the big blog in, uh, blog in, in that open SSL. Yeah, and so uh, it, there's been a lot of speculation going around that uh, maybe the NSA was or, or wasn't exploiting this. Uh, do, you, do you think I, – I, I'm conflicted on this. Because the NSA did come out formally and said that no, they right were, like they pretty vo- were vocal about they that. They said no, we were not. Uh, we 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 have nothing to do with this. We did not exploit it. We we found out about it at the same time that you right, did. Right. Okay. In fact, there's even rumors that they're a little pissed at the Googs because Google knew back in March because it was one of their engineers that found it, and so uh, there is a little bit of sounds like a little butthurt on the federal side saying, "Hey, Goog." You should have hooked us up with the uh, with the national security info with the four one one. Now that's all just hearsay. So, um, but do, you, do you think that the reports that came out about this that the NSA was using this was because that it sounded good to to blame the NSA? You know, right now everybody's beating up on the NSA. We beat up on the NSA. Yeah, I mean. You know, it, it really felt like to me like, wow, gee, no wonder why anybody would say that. Anybody so would say, yeah, I, they did it. I have like, I see, th- I see like two, two really, two or three possible scenarios here. Right. Now, one scenario is so if you look at the source, there it's two, two people familiar with the source. That's what this entire Bloomberg piece is written on. Uh, that's pretty shaky ground. That could be, that could be anybody. That could be disgruntled employees at the CIA who. Felt like they wanted to, you know, stir the pot a little bit. That could be somebody in the Obama administration who's trying to push the president to make a certain type of action. That could be somebody on 4chan pretending to be a government representative. Like, yeah, people familiar with the matter is not good enough. It's and not. We, it's not a Snowden. It's not good. I mean, this is a massive claim. This is a massive happen, charge to make with that. With, what happened with the Asiana flight in San Francisco? What we we, we had a quote-unquote government official that gave out four false names of pilots. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Because it was, quote-unquote, an official government account. Right. Or official whatever. Right, right. Who's to say that And it's someone... weird that it's Bloomberg, too. Yeah, who's to say that someone's not being bogus? See, Bloomberg makes me think it's somebody in the Obama administration because all of Bloomberg has ties to the Obama administration. Ooh, that's a little conspiracy. I know, I know. That's uh, a little... All... Uh... I, I got your bacon for you. Where's this bacon from, Chase? This batch of bacon um, comes all the way from us, from Darrington. Uh, so our hearts oh. go out to them, and thanks for the bacon. Yeah. Uh, oh, so strong. So I I wouldn't be... Sur- I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just putting this forward as a possible scenario. I'm not saying this is what I personally subscribe to. All right, all right. But I'm saying this it seems to me like a relative possibility. Like... Somebody is trying to push the dial in a certain direction, and at which there hasn't been effective of yet. So they're stepping up the game, right. and they're doing something that we talk about on TechSnap called uh, trend jacking. This is something normally that ah, fishers use a, to, yeah. you know, hey, you need to reset your password because of Heartbleed. Click this link. Oh, it turns out you just got fish. You just got screwed, right? Right. Yeah. So no, this is I. The the government never wastes a crisis. They trend jack, right? And so if you have if you are in a position of power in the government, you could be from a senator's office, you could be from Senator Wyden's office, you could be from the Obama administration, you could be anywhere. And if you want to move the dial somewhere, you take advantage of a situation like this and you quote unquote leak. So you cannot rely on this bullcrap when they say two sources cited. It's not Snowden. It's not Glenn Greenwald. It's it's not even in a name of somebody we could look up. So yeah. I keep that in mind. However. There's this to consider. Okay. It is an effing shame if they have not been exploiting this, because then what the Christ <laughs> are we spending all this money on? I'm serious. Like, what are we... Wait, wait, Chris, they don't have to, remember? It's out in the open. The code is out there. They could have been analyzing this code. They, 
I don't want them to take advantage of it, yeah. but Jesus, if they haven't but, been taking advantage Chris, of it, then what a bunch Chris, of freaking slackers. It doesn't matter. No, they've, they've, they've already been splicing off all the data yeah, and all the AT&T data it. centers. They already have it. They don't need to exploit it when they already have the data. That's they, true. They don't have to. Well, they can always use more. Uh, they, I, they know what's going on before. And then, so that's so that's so that's scenario number two. Is they right. have been and yeah. this public denial. I'll ding you there. And here's why this public denial could be legit. Is All because right. I mean, here's why they could be publicly denying it and still not be lying. Just like they do a word game for everything. Obama actually, uh, this was coming from the New York Times in January. As part of the review recommendations, remember how we reformed the NSA in January? Yeah. Well, as part of those reforms, uh, he made it so the NSA could take advantage of a absolutely infrastructure-critical flaw and not have to disclose it to the public or private sector. Uh, so this is something that Obama in January gave them the green light. Great that this was discovered in March. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. uh, but so that's interesting, and that plays into this, too. So when the NSA comes out and says, nah, dog. I mean, we know we lack exploits, but we didn't take advantage of we the sweetest exploit of the century. Uh, maybe, maybe they're telling the truth. Maybe they're not. And then third is, I, I think there, I, I think there's a possibility where maybe some folks in the NSA did know, uh, but maybe the people who speak to the marketers and people who speak to the press and people who tweet, people who are in charge of the social media, maybe they are not necessarily uh, ones pervy to the fact that they are actually taking advantage. Of something like this, which of this, so Obama's ex- executive order here says that such exceptions are only allowed where they don't have to disclose it uh, when there is a clear need for national security. Now, of course, we know that they are super loose with terms, and that's part of the problem. Right. So what Obama's directive said is if there's a clear need, you don't have to disclose it to the private sector, i.e. Google or whatever. Yeah. So it's possible they have been taking advantage of it. It's also possible that maybe because under this special clear need that maybe they have a special area in the NSA that perhaps the rest of the NSA is not exactly aware. I mean, this is an intelligence agency after all, so the left hand may not be aware of what no, the right hand is doing. You, you forgot a key word there. This is a government intelligence right. agency. Right. So, yeah. I, I, so I think it's entirely possible that they were taking advantage of it and half of the organization or more wouldn't be aware of it. Do you think they were? What's your gut? What do you feel? Um, I mean, I, I personally, I feel that they're not because they didn't have to. They've already have all the other. They have the stream, Chris. They have they have the raw bits yeah, as they were. I think you know you're not you're not being realistic in how you got you got to think of this is a this is a military military agency. They are right. collecting information. They will use every available means at their disposal. Because they need to get that signal intelligence from all available sources. You do not just rely on a single source of intelligence. You need to be actively pursuing yeah. all available avenues yeah. Yeah. of intelligence. Right, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I think uh, potentially, uh, even if they had all PRISM data that they needed, uh, they could still use this to take advantage of systems that perhaps weren't getting sucked through the Internet. I mean, not all of the Internet goes through the U.S. and not all of the Internet goes through. So they could take advantage of system servers all across the world. Uh, in China, for example, or Iran. I mean, there's probably an S-ton of Linux boxes in Iran running OpenSSL that they would very, very happily... I mean, it doesn't have to be about the U.S. It doesn't have to be about spying on us. It could be very legitimately taking advantage of China or Iran or some other foreign government. And, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is, in that sense, I kind of hope they were. And I'm not exactly lying when I say that. I mean, I realize the implications of that is super sucky, but, like... But what? don't worry, Chris. They're not spying on you. They I mean, don't what, care about the West. What do they do to. then? What do they stop? They don't stop the Boston bomb. Okay, they, they don't stop the Boston bombers. No. What do they stop with all of this? All of this surveillance. They, uh, apparently, not much. I, uh, apparently, not much. What if, uh, if you look yeah. at the terrorist attacks, what have they whittled it down to? Kind of one or two, and like one of those was wiring money to somebody. And out of a list of fifty-six uh, terror plots that they had solved in the U.S., it actually came down to one or two, and, and like both of them were pretty weak. So yeah. what have they done? If they're not taking advantage of stuff like this, then what have they done? Because I hope to God they're doing something with all of that money because it it's unbelievable. I know I'm ranting. I'm sorry. We should move on. No, no. It's it's total, totally okay. I'm just trying. Uh, ho- hold on here. I was going to steal your, your mouse. Oh, wait. Is, does it go over to that screen? Oh, no, it's that screen. mouse. Wait, what uh, did you want? What? I, I wanted you to click on the M over there or just hit M on that keyboard. Oh. <laughs> I threw a ding in there for you too. <laughs> ding. Uh, I don't know if they're taking advantage of it. That's all. I leave it at that. Yes. Uh, however, um, 
sort of on the positive side of all this NSA stuff, it turns out that the uh, the Pulitzer Surprise has been handed out, and oh. the the Snowden revelations went and uh, won handsomely. The question is, you just mentioned partially, but he's been criticized by the... Oh, and by the way, okay, I should set this up a little bit. I believe this is Don Lemon talking about Glenn Greenwald. The question is, you just mentioned partially, but he's been criticized by the Obama administration and by many, many in the government and many outside of the government. I wonder if this is redemption for those papers and for him for leaking that for leaking that the they are literally cracking up in the champagne bottles in the newsrooms the newsrooms at the washington post and the guardian wait all year for the pulitzer prizes they are the highest honors in journalism and in this case the snowden coverage is receiving the highest prize of the pulitzers which is the public service award that's a very important term public service which is really awesome uh, so the, so yes. they got the public service award, yes, it is. which is a which is a huge statement. And now uh, your buddy, I'm sure you got a chance to catch up with him. Maybe played some pinball. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Greenwald. Yeah, yeah, came, we, we hung out. He came back to the U.S. for the first time since all of these NSA revelations. This Friday, Glenn Greenwald returned to the United States, his homeland, for the first time since the NSA scandal broke. How was your return back home? Did you experience any difficulty at the airport? No, it was very smooth, um, which is what we expected, which is why we came back, um, because we didn't think that the U.S. government would do something really counterproductive, and they didn't, so we're happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what were they going to do? So we're happy about that. <laughs> Uh, and then after he got out of the airport, we, we, we met at, at, at the local bar, and we, we played some uh, Funhouse. It was a lot of fun. I don't know if he's still here. I think he probably took off. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. It was, just a, it was just a stopover. But that's a pretty good uh, They got the peels there. I mean. Yeah. No, that, but it's really good. I bet, I bet Obama was watching TV that night watching that going, oh, dang it. Man, I was really pulling for He's like, he turns on the TV, and he's like, hello, everybody. And then he sees that. Well, he turns on the TV. He turns to CNN, and he sees, oh, they're still talking about the flight. Yeah, and, and then he turns and he, over to Fox, right. and they, they still hate him. And they're still talking about Obamacare, and then he turns over to MSNBC. People like, are surprised. surprised. And they're like, "Ah, he's a jackass." Man. <laughs> that was a long walk, Chase. That was very long. Uh, okay, before we get into some probably the biggest stuff in the show, um, we're gonna we want to dedicate this supporter show to our brand new supporters and you guys. Yeah. Now in the future, you're not those of you who don't who are not supporters. You know, you will not always hear these supporter shows, but. These new individuals and the rest of our supporters get a yes. little extra every single week. And we now have 378 unfiltered supporters. Jace, why don't you say thanks to our first one there? <laughs> <laughs> it's Norleaf. Norleaf. Norleaf, yeah. thank you very much. Yeah. And, of course, Robert J. And JTA. You guys are our three new unfiltered supporters. Now, I know not everybody's supporting because we've only been doing half, half shows. Well, they're really actually... More show. But it's still very valuable content. And one of the things you do get when you're a supporter is you have the ability to go back with the exclusive BitTorrent sync and check out all the, all, clips. All the clips. So, you know, if you want to listen without our hijinks and context, you can do that. We gave you all the notes that we broke since episode yeah. 54. Of the and you NSA. know something else I'm trying to yeah. do yeah. Uh, while we're doing these supporters, supporter only shows and regular show mixed while we're doing the studio move is yeah. I'm uh, including. And I've been including, but now I'm like double stuffing the overtime folder in the supporter sync. So there's wow. a lot more clips there this week. They're all video. And if you subscribe to that BitTorrent, uh, the BitTorrent sync for the supporters uh, sync, and we have two, it's kind of confusing because we have two syncs. We have one that's just the most recent five supporter shows. And then we have the one that's all of our notes and our yeah. files and stuff. Anyways, uh, the one that has all our notes and files now has like this great overtime folder. And <laughs> the reason why I want to point it out this week is there's a video of Hillary Clinton getting a shoe thrown at her. And, <laughs> and you know what? She handles it like really pretty well. Like it was pretty kinda funny. Like, kind of like, like how Bush handled like, the, the... Is that a bat? Was that a bat? Like she thought it was a bat. <laughs> it's great. It's in, the, it's in the overtime folder along with the other, a lot of other clips. So if you are an unfiltered supporter, you get the, all that stuff. Plus the supporter show and yeah. the regular show and the unfiltered newsletter. The information that we pull, even the NSA is jealous. Wow. I don't know what that means, but I'm... I'm pre oh, you mean like the uh, supporter sync archive? Oh, the archive yeah. and information. Yeah, take that, NSA. They even come to us. What do you got? And, you they, got and they say, Chris, we need some of that. Yeah, basically, they just become a supporter and then grab a copy of the Right. I mean, the sync we, 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 we've, got we've gotten it, really. support. <laughs> we have a pretty good swarm going now, so they can download it really fast, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that then we so like I was mentioning, you get the newsletter, which includes additional links and resources and behind the scenes info, 
and uh, you uh, will get in contact, or you'll get like extra information and feeds and all that kind of stuff, like additional stuff in that included in that newsletter after every single episode of the Unfiltered so, Show. So thank you very, nice. very much to very our cool. 378 Unfiltered supporters. Dun, 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 dun. <clears throat> nice, Chase. Nice. Thank you. Uh, I have that was victory music. How many mice do we have on the table right now? Three? Uh, right? Three. Yeah. Inclu- yeah. yeah, yeah. Three? Yeah. No, Annabelle. one. Yeah, three. 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 Yeah. three. Uh, it's getting confusing. Uh, yeah. But I wanted to say a special thank you to Soma FM. Yes. Uh, they are, Which is the music you're hearing right now. Right. The background music. They are they are 100% listener funded. And they are super awesome. And they're trying to raise about 20, 20K this month Ooh. to stay on the air. Wow. Yeah. That's substantial. Yeah. So I have a link. Right now we have their Secret Agent channel playing. I have a link at the uh, bottom of the show notes. And if you check that out, uh, you, if you want to go look at it. The, they got a lot of good stuff. It's great if you're just working. Or if you're exercising, or you, even when you're driving, they have a really good mobile app too. Really good, although I can't remember if it's pay or not. Um, and uh, like it, they got like I like a channel for every kind of mood you're in: working, gaming, exercising, and it's really cool because there's no commercials. All right, Chase. So I I know this is not uh, your favorite subject. I don't think it is. Oh. But I want to update everybody on the on the situation in the Ukraine because it's it's really popping off right now, and there's been some big moves uh, from. Uh, some some high officials in the U.S. government trying to uh, s- sort of lock things in place for the in the new Ukraine government. So we're going to play through some of this stuff, get her, give everybody up. This is probably the longest sequence of clips we have on one particular topic in the show today. So we'll start with the crisis in Ukraine. Steps we moved up. out of the crisis in Ukraine and rising tensions between the U.S. and Russia after a Russian fighter jet buzzed a U.S. warship in the Black Sea. ABC's chief global affairs correspondent Martha Wright is tracking this all from Washington. Martha, this maneuver by the Russian fighter carries echoes of the Cold War. It, it certainly does, George. This was a Russian jet that screamed by a U.S. destroyer in the Black Sea, not just once, but 12 times over a 90-minute period. It came within about a 1,000 yards of the U.S. ship and was flying at just 500 feet above sea level. That is lower than the Washington Monument, so you can imagine that it made quite an impression. The crew of the destroyer warned the Russians to stay back, but clearly that did not happen, and there is little doubt that this was not some rogue crew, that in fact there was very likely coordination from someone in the Kremlin. Now, it wasn't armed, and it happened in international waters, but the U.S. is still calling it irresponsible and provocative. You also have to remember that for Russia, the Black Sea is kind of like a backyard swimming pool. So it's international water, and they weren't armed. That's interesting. Well, yeah. they don't like having a U.S. ship in those waters that border Ukraine and Russia, and they certainly know that ship is monitoring things in Ukraine and elsewhere. Meantime, reports <laughs> you know, of Ukraine elsewhere. government forces moving in uh, on Russian protesters today, and that phone call between Russian President Vladimir Putin. So catch this. So uh, uh, Putin and Obama have their second phone call now, which at first, they, through a lot of this, they were talking through proxies. And President Obama last night, they seemed to talk past each other. Uh, They did. The call was clearly tense. Russia blamed the Ukrainians for the unrest, and President Obama blamed the Russians. Ah, a little bit of a blame game going on there. By the way, if anybody wants to see, uh, we can show this, Chris, if you want. This is kind of the geography of the area. Uh, I don't know if you knew this, but Google recently uh, went ahead and separated Crimea from Ukraine. (laughs) Look at Google. (laughs) So, actually, if you look closely here, I'll uh, zoom in. You can see the uh, the black dashes. They have separated it off, and uh, Crimea is now part of Russia now, officially, uh, according to Google. Well, I mean, if that's what Google says, Chase, I'm I'm down. We know it's true. Uh, So now, what's been going on is uh, there's there's been these pro. They're calling them pro Russia militia. Still, I mean, I think they still expect us to believe that these guys aren't Russian backed. Uh, and and so they've been kind of there's been this back and forth of seizing of government property, pro Russia militia seize government property, and then now the Ukraine forces are like, well, screw this, we're going to start taking some of our property back. Striking back, Ukraine's military today launching an offensive to stomp out pro Russian violence. This is Ukraine's anti-terrorist operation in full swing. Those helicopters loaded with Ukrainian special forces, we presume going to take back what has been seized by pro-Russian forces. Their first target, an occupied airfield, quickly won back. Reports of wounded protesters raising fears in Washington that Moscow will use bloodshed as an excuse to invade, drawing America deeper into this dangerous standoff. Most here find themselves caught in the middle. I don't want troops to be here, really. 
as it's very dangerous for our people. For now, life goes on. Afternoon TV today, still airing steamy soap operas. Now, there is some language at play in that clip uh, where, like, they're sort of de facto calling one side terrorists when it's kind of your point of view, right? Because the, right. the people running the government weren't actually legitimately elected, and now a lot of people that live there are revolting against that government because they're unhappy. So it, I guess your perspective is the way they set that up in the clip, it, it's just obvious the people who are now attacking the new government are terrorists, but I don't know if that's... I don't know if that's a valid assumption to make. And so, of course, who's going to call him out on it but RT? Now, the White House has confirmed reports of the CIA chief's emergency visit to Kiev. Did you hear about this? No. Yeah, so uh, Brennan uh, gets on a plane under a false name. Not even kidding you. Uh, Brennan goes, travels under a false name over to Kiev to have like an emergency powwow with their guys over there. The surprise admission comes amid suspicions that his meeting with interim leaders paved the way to a military crackdown on protesters in eastern Ukraine. The State Department is also reportedly sending a group of FBI experts to Kiev. Oh! Artis Garnichechikan takes a look at how Western governments have been throwing their weight behind the Maidan protesters <laughs> while blasting activists in the east at the same time. Washington praises Kiev as it treats protesters in East Ukraine as terrorists. Uh, we commend the Ukrainian government in the manner that it Amen. has dealt with a, a very challenging situation. A stark contrast from Washington's rhetoric just a short while ago. We expect uh, the Ukrainian government uh, to show restraint, uh, to not resort to violence in dealing with uh, peaceful protesters. U.S. officials described the Maidan activists as peaceful even when they seized government buildings and attacked police. Now they refer to protesters in eastern Ukraine as gunmen controlled by Moscow. Oh, it should make uh, everyone realize and understand much more about the language of diplomacy, the hypocrisy that uh, we endure because we're seeing it here in a very compressed period. Now, the U.S. is sort of doubling down on their support for the new Ukrainian government. The CIA director traveled to Kiev for consultations with Ukrainian authorities. And Vice President Joe Biden will go there in less than a week. Biden's and there going. has even been wow. talk of sending weapons to Ukraine. The people of Ukraine should know. This is your buddy McCain, of course. Oh, I love McCain. He's a good guy. Why won't we give them some defensive weapons? With respect to arming and providing assistance to the Ukrainians... That's batshit crazy, McCain, because oh. we're already giving weapons to guys in Syria, and we've seen how that plays out all over the Middle East, so no way would we ever do that, right? That's what he's about to say, of course. The fact is that we are currently working with Ukraine to determine their requirements across the entire security sector. Oh, I think he just said drones. I think, is that what he just yeah, said? I think he did, Chris. I think so. I think you, uh, <laughs> your, your drone radar went off. So uh, here is the clip. I just wanted to get this. So here's what happened is uh, so Brennan goes over there uh, to Kiev uh, under this false name. Uh, I think Linux King's probably right. I think it was Dick Hertz. And, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, right? I mean, probably. And he goes over there. And uh, so it starts leaking. Like somebody either told the Russian government, which made it immediately put it on their on their Russian media or something. It starts getting out really fast. So pretty much the next morning, Jay Carney's in his White House briefing, and he gets asked the question, and he kind of has to confirm it. The CIA declined to comment then, but today the White House did. Given the extraordinary circumstances in this case and the false claims being leveled by the Russians at the CIA, we can confirm that the director was in Kiev this weekend as part of a trip to Europe. Oh, yeah. Suggesting oh. a routine trip in times that aren't and providing fuel for Russia's claim the West is stoking the crisis. Now, the thing is, is that, uh, you know, I think a lot of people, it's pretty well known that top officials in the U.S. government don't just pick up and move their schedule like that at that degree to such a no, place and so much they chaos. they don't. It's usually so, well thought out and planned. RT brings on a journalist to speculate why maybe she says perhaps Brennan was going there to make good and sort of reconfirm after Victoria Newland's F the EU clip came out. Yeah. He went there to sort of make good and say, no, we're, we, we're still we're still supporting Supporting you, we didn't just prop you up and fund you and then abandon you. We're going to support you guys. It's very interesting timing, it has to be said. 
The heads of major Western intelligence agencies tend to have their diaries fairly well locked down for months in advance. So for him to suddenly have made this, this trip shows that either they are very keen to solidify, to cement uh, certain working relationships with their new allies, or they see that things are spinning out of control and they're trying to regain that control. Mm. So if you're um, put money I think on it's it, what very interesting timing for him to break it up. I am a bad host. <laughs> Probably trying to regain control. Um, I mean, there's no secret about the fact that State Department official Victoria Newland boasted that over, you know, since the fall of the Soviet Union, uh, America has pumped in about $5 billion into the Ukraine to try and um, peddle influence in that country. So I don't think there's any doubt that uh, Washington has been meddling with the internal politics of the Ukraine and continues to do so. But I think that this time they have miscalculated the wishes of the Ukrainian people. Oh, now uh, your buddy John McCain. My but you know, you keep calling him my buddy, and you know, we only went out a few nights, and you know, we went to that strip club. Yeah, but you bought of, you bought blow for that from that hooker forum. So yeah, that puts we, you in buddy camp, man. Well, we had body shots, but yeah. go on, it doesn't matter. He uh, he's all in. He wants to start arming him just like he wants to arm all of the Al Qaeda in Syria. Sure, he's, he's totally like, cool with it. And uh, but That's I think, said. but if you listen to what he says in this clip, aside from why, like, he's exasperated that we haven't given them guns yet. Uh, he also says that he thinks Brennan went there because he made some sort of intelligence deal, or it's a sh- it's again it's a show of trust where we have your back. You can you can fight the Russians. We have your back. Uh, the question. Do you think he's behind this? These demonstrations oh, going in there. I- they're talking about Putin, and they're talking about is Putin behind the demonstrators? And of course he is. I mean, yeah. I, I think that's probably very likely. And I think McCain's like, yeah, what you, ninja, please. Yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt in anybody's mind, even though he would, with a straight face, tell the world's press that it was uh, people who bought uniforms and they, when they went into into Crimea. I mean, this is the State Department seems to agree with you on that. Uh, of, of course. I I mean, I mean, if the, there's without a doubt. The question is now, what do we do and what does he do? It's obvious that he is encouraged by the fact that we sang. He being Putin. Sanctioned a few people and suspended him. They didn't even throw him out of the, of the G8. Uh, and unless we act with firmness and strength, Ooh. including beginning, in my view, with giving Ukrainians... Uh, some weapons to defend themselves and some very, very severe sanctions that may cost our European friends and us something financially in the short term. But the other thing is the, the Ukrainians will fight. They didn't fight in Crimea and probably not. But if you move, if they start, he starts moving. In- I think what McCain is speaking here is I, th- I think he's speaking the military industrial complex's yeah. entire calculus here. Yeah. He is, yes, he is, he is sort of the, you know, the tip of that spear. And I think he's saying this is what they think. They think that if they back these people, they will fight Russia. They will they will they will do the dirty work for them. They not. But if you move, if they start, he starts moving in further encroachment in this way into eastern Ukraine, they will fight. We ought to at least for God's sake, give them some weapons with which, light weapons with which to defend God, themselves. God, he is so, far- so on board with that, isn't he? Dude, I mean, Chase, he is- for God's sakes, give them some guns, would you? Maybe a just, rocket launcher, just, 12? Just give them some bullets. And actually, no, we could sell them the bullets. We'll give them the there guns, go, but we'll loan. sell them the bullets. On loan with interest. Right. For God's sake, give for them God's some sake. weapons with which, light weapons with which they to defend need it. themselves. They need so- it. For God's sake, Chris. I mean, come on. Like, like, Chris, for God's <laughs> sake. Obama, you're such a monster. For God's sake, give them guns. For God's sake, God's give them sake, some weapons, them with guns. Light weapons with which to defend themselves. Now, here's so far, his good point. This administration has not only done not done that, but they won't even share some intelligence with the Ukrainian oh. government. Now, I believe he's making this point. Now, I don't, uh. I don't, I didn't, I wasn't able to get the chronology done just right, but I believe he is making this point right before it came out that Brendan had just flown over there. So, so I think this was basically, you know, again, the speaking for the military industrial complex or for some interest saying, yeah. you know, for God's sake, yeah. at least set up an intelligence deal. Come and then, on. Surprise, surprise. Brendan's been over there making some sort of deal. But Chris, but they, for, God's sake, for God's sake, give them some guns. Won't even share some intelligence with the Ukrainian government. I can tell you from my conversations with people in the government, they feel abandoned by us and and rightfully so. This is shameful. Oh, it's shameful. Chris, uh, I hate to point out these uh, technicalities. I know. The, ch- the video yeah. chat froze. I don't yeah, know well, what there happened. There was a net split, so probably oh. that particular chat client is on the uh, Gosh. terrible end of it. That's horrible. That's yeah. horrible. Well, uh, why don't we play a clip while we look at that? But for uh, God's sake, Chris, 
Give them guns. Give them some guns. Give, Give them, them some, some guns. Gu- Can you believe that? No. <laughs> I mean, yes, because I feel like you could take Syria and like you could just replace some of the words and it would be the same thing. I just... There was so much enlightenment in those two senses. Not only we got, for God's sake, give them guns, but then, you know, the intelligence. You know, they're not, we're not even getting any info. So that's got to be what Brennan's visit's about, yeah, right? And yeah, it's, it's like, about intelligence. It's, it's about going over there. Yeah, it's like, hey, yeah, we're, yeah. we're on your side. We're going to help you. And I think, yeah. I, I think if you look at the grand perspective of the whole thing, uh, see, what we have a hard time, and this is especially true because of the way the media reports on it, is uh, this isn't something, this whole situation in Ukraine, yeah. this isn't something that like just happened in the last couple of months. Yep. This has been like 20 years in the making. I mean, it's like history starts when the Western media decides it starts. So they ignore the <laughs> fact that um, this provocation has been building across these, this region, particularly in the Ukraine over the last few years, stoked by the U.S. So we've been, so since the fall of the Soviet Union, we've been pumping billions of dollars, like yep. literally. Yeah. Like billions of dollars into backing a regime change or whatever you want to call it, a government change in the Ukraine. And it just sort of has come to a head right now. And it, that has been something that the West has been been provoking yeah. for years. Yeah. So that's I think that's something you have to consider when you're when you're thinking about this whole situation. Now, uh, Chase, over the weekend, uh, your buddy. My buddy. Man, I have a lot of friends. You're a nice guy, Chase. People I'm get along nice with guy. you. I'm a nice guy. I have a lot of friends. Uh, your buddy, Mike Rogers. Yeah. Uh, you, you're familiar with Mike Rogers, right? Uh, soon, to, soon to be radio host, Mike Rogers. Mike Rogers, soon to be um, yeah, out the door and, and uh, on the radio. He's retiring. He's going to get his own radio show on the Premier Radio Network. Premier Radio Network. Uh, right there with Leo Laporte and uh, others. So tech guy. Rogers, man, he's got a problem. He's getting, been getting a lot of streams lately. A lot of streams. Well, as many streams. of us have been saying, the Al-Qaeda threat today is more diverse and more aggressive with more threat streams than oh. we've seen even before 9-11. And so we, feel, we think that they're feeling empowered. The less pressure you put on them, the more they take that as a victory, the more that they believe that they can get away uh, with plotting, planning, organizing, as you saw there, finance, training, all of the things that they would need to do to strike a Western target. They're going through that process, including, by the way, bringing very sophisticated people to devise new devices that would try to get around security protocols at airports and other places. All right. So underwear bombs, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Toothpaste. So you got a lot of threat streams. I, and I know this isn't the first time we've heard this on the, on the Unfiltered show. Are you are you serious? What? Threat streams? This isn't the first time we've heard this. No. I know. No. I love this one, though. It's like one of my favorites. Yeah. I was going to say, oh, while well, I was being sarcastic, like, you, you haven't? I no, I love this one. I think that's one of my favorite all-time like government uh, news speak uh, uh, sayings is threat streams. And so it, when you hear multiple th- threat streams, threat streams more than we ever had. It's before, like a storm coming in, right? More than we ever had before nine eleven was right. the word he said. Yeah, threat streams, threat streams, threat streams. Now, when you hear that, for Chase, gosh sake, Chris, what do you what do you think of when you when you hear more more threat streams than before nine eleven? You think of something. Real bad, right? Uh, I'm, I'm thinking, man, are they going to take over multiple planes? And- the situation oh is they are, more embold- they are more emboldened than before 9-11, more threat streams. It has never been at a higher alert. Terror has never been more of a threat. Are we, are we at red? Are we at oh, level and, red and, right now? And by the way, red? R- re- maybe. Rogers goes on to say in that interview, we'll see the problem is because we haven't been giving them full attention yeah. because we've been backing down a little bit. Right. They see that as us getting weak, so they're doubling down on us. And it's like this weird, like, it's like him saying, we're just always going to have to spend money on this. Oh, my God. So here, here is those. Here are those multiple th- threat streams. Okay, hold, wait. Uh, should I get under the table? You, did you want to guess what it is before I play it? I'll give you a poll. You want a poll? Here we go. Okay, Chase. All right, all right, all what, right, are the, right. what are the new threat streams that have Mike Rogers so worried that he booked himself on not just CBS News, but also CNN News? It, 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 well, I mean, heart, 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 the heart bleed blood, uh, bug is right. Is that's out good. There. That's Correct. good. Nope, that's, that's not, not it, right though. There. Nope. Sorry, Chase. That's not um, it. Uh, maybe we were sort of some, some sort of alert uh, where, you know, maybe terrorists are using uh, some sort of liquid to go through secure port security, perhaps. 
maybe, maybe Chris, it has. Some, last, this is your last guess. Maybe it has something to do with candy, where uh, it's coming in from from different countries oh, and it's biological. Oh, and, that'd be good. And you that know, would be a threat stream. And maybe maybe it's the avian bird flu coming back, and right. we have to be careful of importing of weaponized, uh, weaponized, weaponized. Birds. Yeah, weaponized bird. Yeah. Sorry, Chase. Nope, it is. All right, what is it? It is a new YouTube video. This morning, U.S. intelligence analysts are examining a video that appears to show the largest Al-Qaeda gathering in years. Hey, y'all. The recording recently Family appeared reunion. on the hottest websites. The men on camera are meeting in a rugged, mountainous area. Many carry black flags and rifles. Bob Orr is in Washington, where officials believe the video is recent and genuine. Bob, good morning. Tell me what you're hearing from your sources. Why do they believe this tape may be significant? Well, good morning, Nora. This video is part Al-Qaeda pep rally and part propaganda tape, and it is notable in a couple of respects. Intelligence (laughs) officials say it's unusual, highly unusual, to see a large gathering of militants in an area that's been so frequently targeted by U.S. drone strikes. And it's very rare to see senior commanders appear in that kind of setting. On the tape, we see the leader of al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, a man named Nasser al-Waishi. Oh, hey, Nasser. He restates his vow to strike the United States. He's, so he's stating vows against the United States. He's a bad guy. Now, because the tape celebrates a February prison break by al-Qaeda fighters in Yemen, analysts believe this video was made relatively recently. It's also notable that the tape shows some al-Qaeda fighters with their faces blurred out, an obvious attempt to conceal their identities. Of course, the worry now is that those operatives could be involved in some kind of future plotting. So U.S. officials are taking a hard look at the tape, trying to pick up any clues that could point to specific threats. Magnify. Uh, I was going to ask you how much of a threat they were, but it sounds like, based on that kind of story, that they consider this a serious threat. Well, absolutely, Charlie. This is the most powerful Al-Qaeda franchise uh, that there is on the globe. <laughs> Wait, and also are we talking the group that sports? tried repeatedly in recent years to hit us. Well, remember, that's the new thing now, is the, the franchise. Wait, I thought, wait, first I thought it was affiliates, like like television stations. It was, yeah. And now it's franchises yes. like sports teams. Yes, yes, it is, yes. So what's their salary cap? I mean, are, are we looking at trade restrictions Dude, I, here? I, I, I think maybe you should be asking more about the benefits package, and specifically you want to focus on the life insurance policy. But, you know, the thing is, you know, concussions in, in these terrorist leagues are, are really rampant right now. <laughs> and the one of the things that we have to worry about is, you know, the, the downtime in between seasons. And, and I, I think it's one right. of those, we have to take this seriously. Yeah. You know, they, these franchise organizations are huge, and they're coming together for a big well, draft party. I mean, you know, just between you and me, and yeah. let's not tell the internet this, yeah. but I yes. was just thinking, it's if this, between if this franchise thing has taken off, then perhaps we should launch a podcast that focuses on it, because I think that every now and then, you know, when it, when a certain industry gets to a size, it needs a podcast dedicated I, I'm, to it. I'm, we could rock the market, I'm man. really hoping that we do a, some sort of fantasy terrorist uh, <laughs> thing, you know, kind of like fantasy football, where we, you know, we have our teams, uh, you know, we draft teams, and... <laughs> And you no, know, okay, no, because no, dude, no, we can't go down this path because then, like, the points would be like accrued, like, on the damage they do. And no, 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 getting... no, 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 they, they also accrue points based upon the false alerts, so they get pushed and propagated <laughs> oh, into okay. the media. Okay, I so like if this. You're, if, if a team is able to get like that toothpaste bomb out there, where you know it's not really a toothpaste bomb, right. but they're able to get people to remove toothpaste so, from their okay. bags. Can I give you a scenario? That's, that's huge. Can I give you a scenario? Yes, but, please. Well, let's yeah. say I'm, I don't know. I'm an underwear bomber, but I've, I'm being pushed along by... A, now, are you wearing Hanes or Fruit of the Loom? F- Fruit of the Loom. Okay. okay. All right. Well, I mean, maybe. All right. uh, so, it depends. All it right. depends. Yeah. Uh, if I'm being sort of aided by a CIA agent or Ooh, an FBI agent, right. like, how does that affect the bracket system? Well, if, if what happens here, Chris, is if that agent is unveiled to the general public right. and they have to lie under oath, okay. that's actually bonus points. Oh. So you actually can actually earn more points for your Arcade fantasy team. What if it's just covered up by the mainstream media and propagated? The, the problem with that is if it's too commonplace and most teams pick up on that propagation, yeah. then that actually could actually be a negative for you. So okay. it really depends on who Who's propagating that yeah. that 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 news story? If it, is it Fox? Is it CNN? I got you. So if, that you're, if you're able to pull CNN away from the from, from all the plane coverage, and that's that's bonus points, and right, you actually of get a, you get an additional pick, right? 
for a new terrorist for your team. Right. And then, of course, there's the ultimate whammy, where is if a year later you get the retrospective series, like we yeah. just had on the Boston bombing. Yep. If you get a retrospective series on, on oh. you, man, that's that's like money in the bank. That's oh. like You could just send that out to everybody. The, but the, the key thing here, Chris, is you need to be able to start that reminder propagation formula before you set your yeah. teams for the week. Yeah. You just can't say yeah. 9-11 every week because no. you know it's not going to happen every week. You know what we need? What's we up? need like... We need like a web app to do this for us. Because well, I think we uh, can have a good bracket system. Well, I think, uh, I think Yahoo does some great <laughs> fantasy sports. So I think it does, if Yahoo does Yahoo fantasy terrorism, uh, I think we got it here. There we go. We got a gold. Uh, all right. So I wanted to keep moving along, moving along. Uh, I, got, I got a couple of stories for you to pick from before right. we wrap up. Sounds good. Would you like to hear a story about uh, Hill Dog and her ties to Boeing and how if Hillary wins, Boeing wins? Oh, uh, not or, shocked by that, but okay. Would you like to hear that one since they're local? Why don't we do that one? Yeah, I'm not shocked by that, but yeah, let's go for it. it there's also some other interesting numbers in this clip overall. Ooh, numbers. Like, I like numbers. Like who's paying who? I love numbers. In this town, few have a grip on power as tight as Boeing, the massive aircraft manufacturer and second largest defense contractor in the world. In our backyard. Spent more than $15 million lobbying and buying influence in Congress last year. Their top recipient, Dick Durbin. The chairman of the powerful Defense Appropriations Subcommittee, which controls the purse strings of the Pentagon. They've also generously donated to notorious war hawk Lindsey Graham. Boeing's influence extends down Pennsylvania Avenue to the White House as well, where President Obama leaned on Boeing to increase U.S. exports, admittedly becoming one of the defense company's top pitchmen. In 2013, he told Boeing CEO Jim McNerney, I know that I'm on the list of top salesmen at Boeing. Oh, wow. He added he expects to see a gold watch from the company at the end of his presidency. Whoa, that's Barry, okay? I mean, that's Barry right there. That's that's dirty. The president of the United States isn't the only one doing Boeing's bidding. So, too, is the former secretary of state and the favorite to be the next president of the United States, Hillary Clinton. The Washington Post reports this week of a mutually beneficial relationship between one of the world's major corporations and a potential future president. Adding, Clinton functioned as a powerful ally for Boeing's business interests at home and abroad. While Boeing has invested resources in causes beneficial to Clinton's public and political image. While visiting Russia in 2009, then Secretary of State Clinton made in her words, quote, a shameless pitch for a Russian airliner to buy Boeing aircraft. Post reports that a month after that pitch, Boeing boosted Secretary Clinton's efforts to secure a U.S. pavilion at the World's Fair in China with a $2 million donation, a donation that the State Department had to erase its ethics guidelines to accept. Wow. Then in 2010, after the Boeing deal was inked in Russia, the company made another generous donation of $900,000 to the William J. Clinton Foundation, which Hillary Clinton now helps operate. Also last month, Boeing's top lobbyist was seen co-hosting a fundraiser for Ready for Hillary Super PAC, (laughs) which is lending support to a possible Hillary 2016 run. And really, Hillary Clinton and defense contractor Boeing, they're a perfect match. There are a few in the Democratic Party who are a more vocal supporter of U.S. military intervention around the world than Hillary Clinton. She supported the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. She supported military intervention in Libya. She's supported military airstrikes in Syria, and she's been a consistent supporter of the expanding drone war against al-Qaeda and associated forces. You name the intervention, and Clinton seems ready to get behind it. So, three years from an election, who knows who cares if Hillary Clinton is running for president? At least that's what most of us are thinking. But Boeing, they're making a bet on Hillary and they're strengthening their ties and their investments in the Clinton political dynasty, much like they already have in the Obama administration and in Congress. And if they guess right, then the good times for Boeing in this city are here to stay. In Washington, D.C., Sam Sachs, RT. Would that mean more war? Well, no, it's the military-industrial complex, which you keep that going strong. And, uh, you know... Obviously, Boeing is trying to keep their lobbying dollars moving strong as well. And they figure, well, if they keep uh, her in the area of the White House, perhaps yeah, that's as good the for them. It's good for them. It's very good for them. Uh, I don't like it. 
but that's how it works. Well, you. It's just good to know the I, numbers, I, I, right? Because you know what you always say, Chase. What do you always say? Show me the money. Show me the money. So now we see a little bit of that money, and I well, thought part, it's the other not thing surprising. that was the other thing, but I, the other thing I thought was a little interesting was um, that uh, one of the other top uh, receivers of money from Boeing is Lindsey Graham. Well, we're, we're, who do we always see Lindsey Graham attached to the side to? John McCain, another war hawk. So it is interesting. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if John McCain's also on that list. And I don't know why he wasn't mentioned or what. Uh, I got one more clip to play, but I wanted to talk to you about. What did you think about the story about Condoleezza Rice joining Dropbox? What? Really? Yeah, she's going to be on the board to advise them. And here's what I here's the here's the little. I thought she wanted to be the NFL commissioner. I, I thought she wanted to run yeah. the NFL. So uh, she has, of course, a consulting firm. Go oh. figure. It's called Rice Hadley Gates or Hadley Gates. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and they've been advising Dropbox on management issues for the last year. Whoa. Yeah. And now Condoleezza Rice will be joining the board. Uh, she had a quote that was released. She says, as a country, we're having a great national conversation and debate. A great one, Chase. A great conversation. And, and debate about exactly how to manage privacy concerns. And then she goes on to say about her new position at Dropbox. I look forward to helping Dropbox navigate it. <laughs> so she's obviously getting stock <clears throat> options and a pretty good salary. Yeah. Well, so, I mean. Uh, wow. Condoleezza Rice. Candy. I mean. I just can't. I can't see this as anything but absolutely ridiculous on the part of Dropbox. I mean, this seems so tone deaf. This seems so stupid. Yeah. Uh, Condoleezza Rice uh, has has been at the center, not necessarily the propagator, but certainly aware of and enabler of the surveillance state that we now live in. She's fundamentally been one of the people that set up this paradigm that we now have to live in. And I don't know if you remember recently, but uh, uh, semi recently. Barry had a bunch of people out at the White House, tech gurus, to talk about NSA surveillance. And okay. one of the heads that was sitting at that table was the CEO of Dropbox, which I thought Ooh. was kind of interesting. Just a little observation. And then when you see this, um, you know, maybe there, there's, a, there's a little bit to be said that, hey, sometimes you have to hire somebody who knows how it works inside to navigate it correctly. You know, right. so like yeah. you hire her because she knows the contact she knows the way the system works she hell she helps set it up now. totally yeah, yeah. so you, you get her on board yeah, and, you yeah, know yeah. maybe you've got an in there so there's right. that logic that I, yeah. I can kind of get behind but at the same time it just seems so damn tone deaf to the concerns of your users of your customers well, they don't, and the yeah. message that it sends to me is just awful yeah no well it's not a clear message for sure too it's like you know oh well is this just another company trying to bring in a a government official or a former government official. Right, and there's already so many concerns about Dropbox security, you know, and I think at this point, if you have something that you are concerned about the privacy of, uh, I, I think it would be a mistake to store it in Dropbox. Now, if it's something that you don't really give two craps about, if it's seen by the NSA or by public, well, then I don't know, you have another decision you need to make. I'm, I'm well, in the process you, of trying to make that decision. Couldn't you inherently say that about everything we do on the Internet still now with the way the government's being and stuff? and yeah, I'm just like Dropbox in particular. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. And you need to just be careful. All right, I can't. I got. I got. I know. I know. We got to okay. go. So I got a couple more things I want to play real quick. Just to, you know, I, I have a feeling uh, the gun debate's coming back up thanks to Bloomberg. He's consolidating and spending fifty million bones. Let's Bloomberg. begin with Mayor Michael Bloomberg. Just moments ago, he was on the Today Show on NBC. He says he's taking several different anti-gun groups, gun control groups, merging them into one, a new organization. He says he'll spend fifty million dollars or more if that's what it takes to promote. Uh, new laws for more background checks and then perhaps additional gun control measures. First, let's listen to the mayor moments ago. And if you want to know how tough this is, go to one of the funerals and you look at the parents, look in, look in their eyes, and oh. you'll see what real tragedy is and why we really have to do something. Yeah, rich mayor Bloomberg cares. Yeah, yeah, I a mean, lot. yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel that heart Chase. warmth. Chase. I feel his money wrapped around me. I got a problem. Me. Yeah, <laughs> what's your problem, Chris? What's wrong? I forgot the red book. You forgot the red book. I forgot the red book. The red book. The you know what that means? That means I don't have a prediction for you. I'm sorry. That's okay. But I do want to remind everybody that if you want to jump into the show, one of the greatest ways you can do that is by jumping into the Unfiltered subreddit at unfilteredthatreddit.com. <clears throat> That's true. I wasn't and, actually ready to wrap up yet. I have oh, one more clip. Well, okay? I, well, you were talking about the, the prediction, I know, I so I know. thought you were... See, that's what, that's what happens. Can I play you one more clip? Yeah, play the clip. 
All right. So uh, what's this about? This is this is about? Is this better be about pot? Because if it's not about pot, I'm walking. A high-tech solution could be coming to Colorado pot stores. Yes! The company behind Zaz says it is Zaz. the first ever pot product vending machine to keep legalized pot out of the hands of minors. The machine verifies as a user's age, starting with their driver's license. Which point, multiple cameras allow us to use some advanced biometrics to make absolutely certain advanced. that the person who swiped that card is the actual owner of that card. The automatic dispenser will not be in public places, but can be placed inside licensed dispensers. Now, how cool is that? So, so on, he, he, here's a me. picture of the machine if you're watching the video. Uh, basically, you slide the license into the right. It has you take three different angled pictures. It yep. verifies it's you yep. and gives you pot. Yeah, but you can only get it in a pot shop because yeah. they only... So, like, if you're at the pot shop anyways, why would you just buy it from the pot shop? Well, maybe you don't want to talk to anybody. Maybe they have something special in there. Yeah. All right, Chase. Well, if I want to follow you, I know you sometimes doing some late oh. night gaming, stuff like that. Oh. Where would I go? What oh, could okay. I do? You got something for me? Yeah, you can head over to my Twitters at Nunes, N-U-N-E-S. I tweet out when I'm doing a streaming of gaming, a Battlefield, what? Goat Simulator, <laughs> Minecraft, and all more. All right, all right, fine. Now, Chris, sure. you do tweet out. Uh, sure. Where do you do your oh, tweeting? When I, when I tweet, Chase, I do it in 140 characters over at Twitter.com slash Chris L-A-S. Schedule updates, special events, questions, answer your questions, too. You engage sometimes the I ask the audience their you, opinion. You engage the community over there. Yep, that's absolutely. Which is a great thing. Speaking of community, yeah. unfilter.reddit.com. There's that plug for you, Chase. Bing. That's the great subreddit submissions this week. Thanks very much, you guys. We really appreciate you it. You all rock. And don't forget, we do unfilter live over jblive.tv on a Wednesday. We usually start around 6 p.m. Pacific over to jupiterbroadcasting.com slash calendar to get that converted to your local time. And if everything goes as planned... Next week, I'll be driving north instead of south. That's right. I'll be. I'll <laughs> have to drive to go to the show further than you do. Hey, you could pick me up. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. This is crazy. I love it. Wow. Times are it. changing, Chase. I tell you what. All right, the everyone. So, uh, thank you very much, too, to our Unfilter supporters. You this guys is make a combo it show. Yeah. Really, you guys do make it possible. And we could use your contributions. If you like the show, if you like what we cover and which we... And there's a lot more we're going to keep you in the loop in as stuff develops. Yes, of course. Go over to the show notes and become an Unfiltered supporter. Also, check out Chase on his website. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, geekgamer.tv. You can watch gaming and technology content, mostly gaming, but we throw tech in there to keep you interested. Well, good. All right, everybody. Well, thanks so much for tuning this week's episode of yes. Unfiltered. We'll see you right back here next week. Should have went to the drum can. No, 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 we shouldn't have. We should take it off that right no, now. Get it off. <laughs>